Sometimes in the gospel, there's a single detail that tells the entire story. There is such a detail in this gospel reading that we heard this morning that gets right to the very heart of Easter. They came to the tomb and the stone was rolled away. The stone was rolled away. The resurrection means that the huge stone that separated the human race from God, that stone that stood like a wall between humanity and God was rolled away. And now in Jesus Christ, the way to the Father is once more wide open. Just look at that slide and see how wide open the glory of the Lord is shining through. The stone that stood like a wall is gone. It is as though a room that was shrouded in darkness and then Jesus rises to pull aside the curtain and flood the room with God's light. Through the resurrection of Jesus, God's own life floods back into the world. Now eternal life and eternal happiness are possible for each and every single one of us, all of you and me. But sometimes there's a doubt that darkens some people during Easter. It's not a doubt that Christ rose from the dead. There's a mountain of evidence in the life of the disciples and of the church that teaches that Jesus did indeed, did indeed rise. In fact, the burden of proof is for those who would claim the opposite. For we see that the disciples are completely changed, walking in newness of life as a new creation filled with the Holy Spirit. The evidence that they were changed by the risen Christ is huge and thoroughly convincing. I know you believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead, for that's why you're here this Easter Sunday morning. And I might say, all generations are very well represented today. I love it. I love it when we see them from six months old to 106 years old. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And so many of you have told others about Jesus rising from the dead, whether it be your children, your friends, or your family, that you believe. God bless you for being such a great witness to Jesus rising from the dead. You are, as we like to say, eyewitnesses, spelled with the letter I, not an E-Y-E witness, which is how it's usually spelled, because we were not there, but an eyewitness, because you and I are giving witness to Jesus rising from the dead by what you tell others and by the way you live your life. If you live like a true believer, for many people, the only gospel they will ever read is you as you live your life according to the teachings of Jesus Christ and give testimony and eyewitness. But for many of us, there may also be a certain kind of doubt. The doubt that casts its shadow over Easter sometimes is the doubt that you and I can really walk in newness of life that we can become indeed a new creation. Does that strike you here today? That you are a new creation and you can become even more of that which you already are in Jesus Christ. 
this new creation. For when you were baptized, the priest or deacon actually said to you, you may not remember because you might have been this big, or maybe if even if you were this big, there was so much excitement that day, you may not remember what was said. The priest or a deacon looked right in your eyes and said, you have become a new creation in Christ. And through that action, we believe that we can be changed and are changed and filled with the Holy Spirit. We might feel, though, that the stone in our life, whatever it is, maybe you've suffered a recent loss. Maybe things are difficult in your life. Maybe someone is terminally ill in your life. And you might feel that that stone is just too massive, too big to roll away. That Jesus rose to new life is easy to believe. We sometimes doubt, though, that we can rise to new life in him. You may wonder, can the God of the book of Genesis who separated dark from light, who brought this entire magnificent world into being from nothing. Can that same God make me, you, a new creation and give you new life? The resurrection says yes, unequivocally. If God created the universe, he can certainly recreate you and me. You may wonder, can the God of the book of Exodus, who delivered the Hebrew people from slavery and bondage, deliver you from the bondage of sin if you're stuck in some sort of habitual sin? The resurrection of Jesus Christ says yes, unequivocally. If God could free the Hebrew people, he can certainly free you and me. Because of the resurrection of Jesus, we can experience the power of of the book of Genesis in our lives. We can experience an exodus from the bondage of whatever sin might be in our life. The stone in our life, whatever it is, can be rolled away. If you've ever been to the Easter vigil, you know what experience we had here last night. For last night, the Easter vigil begins in total darkness. It takes place after dark, all the lights are off in the church. It's so dark in here, we just try not to stumble into each other. The darkness represents all that is devoid of light in the world. Evil thoughts, sinister motivations, terrible deeds, whatever's hidden and secret, deceitful and dishonest, divisive and abusive, immoral and sinful. That's the darkness. It's the darkness of our world and maybe sometimes the darkness of our own hearts. Then we lit a fire outside. It's called the Easter fire. And from that fire, which we blessed, we lit this huge Easter candle. And then the candle processes into the church, the light of Christ shattering the darkness of the world. The light was struck and broke into this very darkness. And as the light spread, the church was illumined by the light as each and every participant lit a small candle from this Easter candle. We were illumined by the light and the darkness began to be dispelled. This symbolic action gives us great hope for our culture and for our world. That the light that we have been given through Jesus Christ, the light of faith, can dispel any darkness. Not just a little darkness in a church, any darkness in our world and in our hearts. We all come to Easter with our separate history sometimes of our struggles, our failings, our sins. The resurrection of Jesus assures each and every one of us that we can have a different future. I tell people all the time, it's not that God doesn't care about your past, but he's not really interested in that. 
He's more interested in what you're going to do right now. You, as newly created, recreated people, what are you going to do right now? The risen Christ wants to illumine your hearts as well. Think of him this way, as an immortal diamond. Stare into that diamond. You'll see thousands of lights being casted forward in many different facets. The risen Jesus is this immortal diamond, casting his light in a thousand different ways, a thousand different directions and facets and colors, according to whatever your need is. He can meet it. He can bring to each of us the grace that we need for our future to heal our past, yes, to be totally present with us here now and to bring us into the future. Jesus created the church to be the place where he will always be found in word and in sacrament. Here, Christ dwells in his majestic Easter presence. No longer confined to Palestine, he's in countless places and in countless lives. We will discover him where generations of Catholic Christians and Orthodox Christians have encountered him in the church's rituals, the church's preaching, and in the church's life. If we are seeking the risen Christ in our life, we shouldn't look for some strange visions or something like that. We must seek him within the church, his body here on earth. Here in this place is where the risen one, the risen Christ lives and moves today. Here in the church and then as we go forth as the body of Christ in our lives and in the world. So come back here, be our guest. Be strengthened, sustained, and supported by the Lord here in the church so that you can go out and be Christ to others. We invite you to come and be with us every week to experience the power of Christ here in this place during Mass. We come together as family. Just look around you. See the beautiful family that's here. We come together as family every single Sunday, and Jesus waits for us here in this place. If we embrace gospel living, living the kind of life Jesus teaches us to live, develop a personal prayer life, join the great church for weekly mass on Sundays, we will notice no matter what problems we have in life, the Easter light gradually will enter into our lives and our hearts. We will notice the stone over time being rolled away, whatever that stone is. We may not find that all of our problems will suddenly vanish, but we will for sure find new strength and courage to work through whatever problems come our way. Easter is the time to discover a personal relationship with the risen Jesus in the life of the church. It's a relationship that nobody can ever take away from you. It will make you better and make you greater than you are and will never end here in this life or the next. We will come to see that the promises of Christ in all of the parables of Jesus are for us and about us. What happened to the first disciples who experienced a recreation and came to know new life powered by the Holy Spirit can indeed happen to you and me. Because of the resurrection of Jesus, Easter is the Sunday, the season when the stone in our life will be rolled away. This is the Sunday and the season of second chance for all of us. With all this in mind, we've prepared a special Easter prayer for you. 
Let's pray that together now. Risen Christ, may your divine light fill our hearts and homes this joyful Easter season with renewed hope and faith that we may always seek to be close to you and to dwell always in your light. May your blessing of peace transform our lives each day that we may always trust in your merciful love and assistance in all our needs and cares. May we share this Easter joy to all whom we encounter, being sent by you to share your message of joy, hope, and truth. May we proclaim each day by works and prayer, my Lord and my God, that we may give witness to our faith by words and actions to your triumphant resurrection. Though we sometimes fail, May we, like St. Peter, be renewed in our discipleship in frequent acts of love. Lord, I love you. May Mary, our mother, help us always rejoice and be glad in your resurrection. Dwell always in your love, mercy, and light until we reach our heavenly home. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. After Mass, we have a special prayer card for you with that very prayer on it, composed by our own Father Joseph. We have it for you as a free gift so that you can pray it with family and friends. Maybe pray it with your family before your Easter meal today. The card also has all of our Mass times on the opposite side, so you can give it to others and invite them to come to Mass here at St. Mary. And in that way, be a great eyewitness to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ.